Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Jerkos Podcast. a podcast with four friends who spent hours of their childhood sitting around the table in the backyard learning, listening, and laughing with one another. And now it's time for you to pull up a chair and join our family. My name is Dashing Daniel Simone with my colleagues. Crockpot Bernie. Vivacious Vinny Bag of Donuts. Ooh. Oh, it's the baby. You know the baby is like known for murdering and, you know... <laughs> Not liking homosexuals. Yeah, don't fuck with us. Anybody with the name of the baby you gonna fuck with? Oh, you you wanna be affiliated I mean, with that baby? Okay. Or the one from Toy Story Three who also had a little vendetta against Buzz Lightyear. No, because all that babies baby... ride together, man. That's the secret. Oh, all babies ride together. <laughs> in the in the in the in the red and yellow uh push push car. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the classic. Yeah, the Fisher Price, I wanna say. Yeah, the of Fisher course. Price yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wheelie car. Everybody had that. Them babies ride together, they die together. Bad babies for life. They don't even have licenses. That's right. The baby, big baby, bad baby. Have you seen the TikTok? Big blue baby bitches. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to beat them big blue baby bitches asses again. Because I think yeah. the recap on the score is three to one to one. Coming up mm-hmm. with the crimson crockpots. Mm. Don't worry. I'm taking up the rear. I'm used to it. The silver no smarticuses. Mordecai. <laughs> Boofing it. We, we straight boofing it. Yeah, you boofy motherfucker. Let's, let's, please, let's not get back into this. Which, uh, we had an update of boofing, right? Dun-dun-dun. It could um, <laughs> it could also mean smuggling drugs up the booty pipe. Um, the booty hole. <laughs> so. Shout out Roy Pinsky. Thank you for that, uh, for that yes. update of that slang. Thank you for listening. And please, at us on Twitter. If you're listening, Jerko's podcast, J-E-R-K-O-S-P-O-D-C-A-T-S. <laughs> and do we have an email address? Jerko's podcast at gmail.com. Wow. I'm going to sign us up for so much spam. <laughs> <laughs> we did that to, to somebody and you just add their email to like every single Oprah is the biggest one where you could just sign up for, I think it's like 50 at a time. Oh. And you just plug your one email or a friend's email into Oprah's and it just spams them. It Wow. I heard that a great ball. way to ruin someone's life is to like register someone with uh, their local like Scientology chapter. <laughs> Put their like information and their address and uh, get those they, will get in, they will get in contact uh, with you. <laughs> and somebody I, uh, will definitely follow up. I remember somebody uh, once, when Snapchat was big back in the day, uh, I remember. somebody didn't keep it to Virgil's <laughs> and they uh, basically sent my Snapchat name out to a bunch of, I think it was Vinny. Was it Vinny? Maybe. It was Vinny. And yeah, he I rem- told a bunch of his mm-hmm. uh, friends who indulge in uh, the male on male lifestyle. The Mookie Williams. Yeah, the, the Mookie Williams. He told them that I wanted a lot of uh, DPs, which is slang for dick pics. I think I put it on like a Tumblr. Like you did. Thread. I remember. There this. we go. I remember I this. Got <laughs> so many dick pics. <laughs> I got so many dick pics, and I opened like I remember when the first one started happening. I was really because cons- I was early twenties. Snapchat was brand new, and all of a sudden I'm getting spam with dicks. 
<laughs> and it was just, uh, I think I stopped using Snapchat for about uh, like eight months after that. I just uninstalled the app and I was like, well, that's that. He ruined that for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's awesome. In retrospect, I totally forgot about it. I totally forgot about that until all of a sudden we were talking about signing people up for random spam. And immediately I thought about dicks. So, yeah, man, that story is seared into the memory corner for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember that day because I think we were talking about because I signed somebody up for all the Oprah things. And I think that you and I were talking about it. I think that's the time. Like, I believe that so. same like two day period. You did that wow. Yeah, just mean. You're out there ruining lives. Speaking of mean, Bernard didn't share any of the dick pics again. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what was going on. I was opening dick pics in the middle of class. Like I had no <laughs> idea what was going on. And then I, I swear like genuinely, I don't remember the reasoning behind it, but I panicked. I fucking panicked. <laughs> Cause I was just like, how, what, what did I do? What did I do? What did I put out there that people think it's okay to send me dick, dick pics? So now I understand what, what it feels like when women get bombarded by unsolicited dick pics. It's not cool. really a yeah. question, Bernard. Do you really need to question what you put out there into the world to solicit unsolicited dick pics? I know what I put out there in the world, okay? I did get rolled up on once by a group in a car of four young men in a car. They stopped while I was walking on the street, rolled the window down, and they said politely, they said, excuse me, sir. And I thought these kids were lost. I thought they needed directions. So I was, I was all about it. You needed direction. Well, I was all about it. So they go, excuse me, sir. And I go, yeah, what's up? And they go, are you as gay as you look? And then just laughed in my face and sped off. <laughs> and that's what I put out there. I put out that, that Mookie Wilson vibe, baby. You want, you want to talk about hard times, Binghamton, New York, man. <laughs> that's hard time. Oh, that was a great opening segment, that by the way. Fan. I think that's my favorite segment that we've ever done. <laughs> Should we end it here? <laughs> Thank you guys for coming to the Jerkos podcast. You can follow us on socials. Don't put it in your mouth. Dan will put it on his. There you go. Let's well, just sit here and reminisce about dicks all day. <laughs> Speaking of my name, I think it's time. <laughs> Speaking of dicks. For the Dandy Games. <laughs> this is the part of the show where I will be asking my three wonderful colleagues five themed multiple choice questions to test their knowledge on a specific topic. Each colleague will write down their answers on a post-it and reveal it at the same time. And scores will roll over week after week. The person with the most points after six weeks will be crowned some punny name that we'll think of later and maybe give them a trophy. To recap, last week's theme was McDonald's. Go back and listen to that episode if you haven't listened to it. And the scores are as follows. In the lead with three points, we have Bernard and the Crimson Crockpots. Woo-wee! Good. I like, I like your, your, your call. Tied for second place. I need a recount on that one, actually. <laughs> uh, the recount is go back and listen to Burger Clowning Around, motherfucker. I crushed you. <laughs> Tied in second place, we have Vinny and the Silver Smarticuses and Babby and the Bad Blue Asses. This mother... (laughs) We'll get it right one day. We're going to file a complaint with the BBB. (laughs) Bernard, do you have anything to say to to the people behind you? Bernard, do you have people behind you after all that dick talk? (laughs) Just gained significantly more followers. Uh, A lot more dudes want to be behind me now, okay? Why do, you, why do you think I'm taking up the rear? Come on, man. Hey, in the caboose, it's Vinny, my cousin. So the theme for this week is movie trivia. Yes. You're so popped. You guys are so popped. Movie okay. trivia. All right, Crockpot. 
Let me I literally got, my, uh, I got, I got a Rolodex in my head, motherfucker. <laughs> you think Batman had the Rolodex in his head with the size, but <laughs> all he's got is Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's knowledge. <laughs> Question number one. What was the first movie by Pixar that received a rating higher than a G in the United States? We have Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Monsters, Inc., or Toy Story. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, I got it. All right. One, two, three. Bernard? Monsters, Inc. Vincenzo? I went with The Incredibles. And Babby. I'm going with The Incredibles. All right. The Incredibles received (laughs) a PG rating for violent uh, or action violence. So we got one point for the Smartakai and one point for the babbies. Baby blue badass. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number two. What was the first movie which the cost to obtain the rights of the soundtrack outweighed all other production costs? Titanic, Blair Witch Project, The Room, or Clerks? What's the, you said The Room? The Room. Like Tommy Wiseau? I don't think I ever saw that. You're telling me a podcast. Great movie. The Disaster Artist with uh, James Franco was really good, too. All right. Bernard. I'm a little torn on this one. You said outweighed the cost of all other production? Correct. The biggest chunk of the pie. I'm going to go with Clerks. Vinny? Yeah. I was torn between that and Blair Witch because Blair Witch was like a low budget. That's so, where I'm going, so we're gonna find out. So I went with Clerks too because it's probably one of the older ones, and yeah, I, I think, think it's got a really better good music. Soundtrack. Yeah, better music than Blair Witch, which is yeah. just like, <laughs> I'm going Blair Witch. Based on, where am I? Based on the math, baby. <laughs> the cost to obtain the rights of the soundtrack, approximately twenty-seven thousand dollars, <gasps> were. Kevin Smith's Clerks outweighed yeah! the production cost, which was approximately twenty-eight thousand dollars for the first motion picture in history. So. Uh, the Crimson Crockpot cost twenty eight grand mm-hmm, to make. Wow! Mm-hmm. Are so, you surprised by that? By is it being too high or too low? That's a very low. <laughs> oh, it made like three million. Go I watch think it, it. Made three million in the box office. It was great. Uh, Crimson Crockpot's got one. Smarticus has got two, and Big Babby Badass has got one. Well, All right, that's in, just from this week. Let's just keep it that's this in the Wizard keep of it two Virgils. <gasps> What was used to simulate snow during the poppy scene? And was it cornflakes, asbestos, coconut flakes, or powdered sugar? Poppies. Do you guys remember that scene? <laughs> That's exactly how the witch says poppies. She was getting high as fuck on her own supply, man. <laughs> All right. Mistake number one. Bernardia. What did they I'm, use in the... I'm going with asbestos. Okay. Vincenzo? I went with cornflakes because you can see them better. Mm. And bad. I, I believe it is asbestos. I believe I know this one. Yeah. There I remember go. it being like problematic. Yeah. <laughs> so the snow wasn't the only thing that was made out of asbestos. The Wicked Witch's broom and the entire scarecrow outfit was. I'm uh, gobsmacked. <laughs> you know, asbestos can be naturally occurring or is naturally occurring too. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Crazy. You're gobsmacked? Yeah, dude. Like, the, they had so many problems with the Wizard of Oz. Like, the, the Tin Man's paint. I'm like, just laughing at the use of gobsmacked. 
Hey, ma'am, don't laugh at my effervescent vocabulary. <laughs> Use them vesicles. Question number four. What does police chief Martin Brody use to kill the shark at the end of Jaws? Is it a harpoon, a machete, a life ring, or a scuba tank? Feel pretty confident about this one, Mr. Dandy. The fuck is a life ring? Oh, like a life preserver? Yeah, like a life preserver. Uh, <laughs> like a little donut. Look it up. On- <laughs> yeah, yeah, he jumps in there and strangles that shark with a life preserver. <laughs> Fernania. I don't know this one. I'm just guessing. Scuba tank. Okay, Vincenzo? It is a scuba tank. And Babby. Yeah, it's a scuba tank. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I just guessed. Uh, to be fair, he shoots the scuba tank. He does. Yes. yes, he shoves it into his mouth and then shoots it, causing for an explosion. And how much blow cooler, the shark into pieces. How much cooler would it be if he shoved a life ring into the mouth, <laughs> shot it, and it exploded? <laughs> That's one of the big Mythbusters episodes where they try to get it to blow up, and they cannot replicate the explosion. I remember that oh. one. Everybody got points there. It looks like we're in a tie right now. Everybody no, has three. no. Well, for this game, okay, you're losing yeah, sight of last week. Well, we're not counting last week. It's this week, and then we totally... It's a six-week cumulative, baby! All right. Last question of the week. It's, uh, it's one of my favorites. It's a Disney question. Go back and oh, uh, listen to what constitutes a Disney princess. That's a, that's a popular one we got. I remember that one. And you uh, never okay. followed up on the princes. Still waiting. <laughs> Three years uh, later, man. It's, it's coming. All right. Who was the first Disney princess with a tattoo? First Disney princess with a tattoo was Pocahontas, Mirda, Moana, or Mulan. What was the second one? Mirda. Mirda. Uh, what's Mirda from? She's from... Um... Don't tell him. Okay. What? Damn. I thought you were going to ask, what's the first Disney princess who has a, li- a living mom? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not many. Bernard, who is the first uh, Disney princess to have a tattoo? I don't even remember the name she threw out there. Pocahontas, Mirda, Moana, and Mulan. I'm guessing again, and I feel like it's a relatively modern thing, so I'm going to guess Moana. Okay, Vincenzo. Um, Crimson Crockpot, I agree with the thought process, and I also went with with, with, with Moana. And and Babby. I think it's between Pocahontas and Mulan. I'm going to go. Shit, I'm going to go Mulan. Mulan was my second guess. <sighs> Baba, you were so close. Fuck, it's Pocahontas. Pocahontas <laughs> was the first Disney princess with a visible tattoo, a red armband around her body. Oh, visor. yeah, because her boyfriend's got those stupid bear claw things on his chest. Mm-hmm. So ending week two of the Dandy Games, we got the Crimson Crockpots with six, the Silver Smarticuses with four, and the Big Blue Babby Badasses with four. Uh, All right, that sounds like we gained some. Sorry, I'm moving over you. (laughs) Thank you. Damn, I had that. It was a coin. Yeah, you had it too. And I was like, oh, Babby. Yeah, but I have a question. If Babby got that, would he be ahead of me? Oh, oh, interesting. Also, it's almost like a point. The answer to that question. It's a it's a moot point. (laughs) 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 See what you did there. Got him. Well, is it Wait, time like to go tiger. to the land of Big Baby Blue, bitch? <laughs> baby Blue. The fucking color, god damn it, look at up. <laughs> we'll get it right. Well, this will be topical, considering that three out of four of us are sauce right now. We got Memorial Day coming up. Memorial Woo! 
the unofficial start of summer. Wait, Bernard, if I had to have a drink on Memorial Day, what would it be? Uh, I would feel like you'd go this way. A margarita. And what else? And a Bloody Mary. Thank you very much. So with summer comes booze. So we're going to talk about booze, motherfucker. Alcohol. (laughs) They out here drinking, son. Drank, drink, drink, drunk. 21 years old. 21 plus only in this segment. If not, skip forward. We'll put the time code in. in, in, in That's the my program. age demographic. So I pulled a couple statistics. <laughs> the breakdown of what, what Americans consume annually, um, uh, sales, you know, revenue, things of that nature. Well, first of all, there's a trend going on in America right now. I don't know if you guys know, but the sale of spirits is kicking up, yo. And I'm talking hard, <gasps> hard alcohol. <laughs> so if we go back to 2000, uh, a mere 22 years ago for us old folks. Nah, uh, beer comprised fifty-five percent of the market share. So that you know, every, if you were drinking, odds are every other person was drinking a beer. Mm-hmm. These days, yo, know, twenty-one. This is as of two thousand twenty-one. Forty-one percent of market share is spirits, as opposed to forty-two percent being beer. Whoa! With tequila being the single lar- single largest net gain last year, it was like a thirty percent jump year over year in tequila sales. Tequila mezcal lumped in. Up Danhausen. Oof. Wine, surprisingly enough, pretty consistent, hovering around that 16, 17% mark for basically a two decades now. Uh, and everyone knows when it comes to beer in America, at least, Bud is king. Of course, Bud is no longer an American corporation, so good joke there. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to the multinationals. But <laughs> what do you think is the second most popular selling beer by dollar amount, by revenue? The banquet beer, of course. Tell sir. That is not true. Seltzer is not. Is seltzer considered a beer? It's so seltzer in this statistic was lumped in. We'll talk about seltzer next, but it's actually Michelob. Michelob with a Ooh. strong three billion dollars of revenue share. Yo, we have never had a, had a Michelob. Yo, you never had a Michelob Ultra? Nah, man. It's the beer that's targeted to the people who work out because it's like it's only eighty calories, but it's, it's half the alcohol. People who go go and get a skinny vanilla latte, they're drinking Michelob Ultra too. All right, so let's let's touch back on hard seltzers because that was the craze in two thousand twenty, coming from right from the Cincinnati, which is a famous paper for those of you who don't know. Uh, hard seltzer sales grew by one hundred and sixty percent, up to four point one billion in two thousand twenty. So that was the craze, and everyone remembers, of course, White Claw leading the leading the charge there. And then there was several pile-on brands like Truly and Bud Light Seltzer and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But did it last? That's the question. Are we still in a seltzer craze? Ooh, I'm gonna get yes. The gays are. <laughs> I think so because I've seen like the Main Street, like Bud Light, like a lot of larger companies jump on the bandwagon just in the past year. So, mm. spoiler alert, no, it didn't last. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> the seltzer craze has come and gone. Sales dropped by 20 to 30% across, depends on the brand. I think uh, I think uh, White Claw lost about like 13, 14%. Truly, have you ever seen the Truly brand? Truly sucks, mm-hmm. though. I hate yeah, they, they dropped by like 30%. There was anecdotes in this article by the, uh, from the Cincinnati where they had to dump cases of Truly because they didn't want to... Uh, you know, Yo. devalue the brand. It's like oh the Boston God. Tea Party. <laughs> and even at its peak in 2020, uh, Howard Seltzer only accounted for about 6% of the market share there. Interesting. That's so, funny. yeah, for, um, and then in terms of uh, annual revenue, I think the U.S. alcohol sales in 2020 accounted for like, I think it was like $300 billion, roughly $300 billion, something like that. There was increasing trends year over year all the way up to 2019. And then 2020 was the start of the pandemic. And it was actually a hard dip which is 
come on, somewhat surprising, but it makes sense if all your bars and everything are closed across the nation. You can't be going out to buy alcohol. So yeah, it was a hard fall off in 2000, uh, 2020, 21. So for you guys and gals out there, for all of our dozens and dozens of listeners. Dozens and dozens. <laughs> if you like us, I'm holding a beer. Uh, Danny's holding a wine, and Vinny's actually holding uh, some spirits there. So we're, we got the whole gambit here covered. And I'm holding my dirt. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's your dick or someone else's dick. It sounds like you I'm got hold- a lot of dicks on there. I'm holding a dick. <laughs> <laughs> What's your drink of choice, boys? What do we like? What do we like to enjoy with the summer months coming up, up on? I, mean, I know, know what Dan, Dan likes. Like. I know oh. what Dan likes. What is it? Three letters. Bud Light Lime. B double L. B double L. And I and I hate you for it. Yeah. I like love <laughs> you and I hate you for it. To Bud Light Lime, there is nothing better <laughs> than a summer evening with a fire. It's like my all. Hey, 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 I'm getting sentimental here. <laughs> Around the fire pit with a cigar, my mm. acquaintances, and a Bud Light lime. And that Paul Blart mustache. It is <laughs> the best beer that you can get. Why? Why, did, why do I like this crappy beer? You want to know why? Why? You're at a, if you're at a party, right? And there's all this beer and people are taking beer and everything like that. Do you know what one beer is always going to be there? <laughs> it's the Bud Light Lime. It's reliable. It's there for you. And it's just for you. Nobody's going to do that. Wait, is that really why you like it? Because it's there? Convenience? It's a convenience <laughs> like? It's like my property. Nobody's going to touch it because nobody's going to steal it. It's, it's fight to live. Fight to sleep. You forced yourself to like Fight to sleep. I don't want to sleep under a table. Beer. So oh, that no, you I, can always have it. I genuinely like it. I make it a point to get it every time so nobody takes it. Because you know you've been to a party when you get this craft beer and you're like, I can't wait to try that. And then somebody, you don't know who, a friend of a friend, goes in there, steals it and drinks it. And you see them drinking it and you're like, mm. that's mine. I paid for that. That's not yours. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get tight. Like a tiger. I am the friend of a friend stealing an alcoholic I think you beverage. go to a lot more social functions than I do. <laughs> On a summer day... I'm having like an array of drinks. I can go frozen cocktail. Got that frozen margarita, the pina coladas, the strawberry daiquiris. Mm. Um, the wine cooler slap too. Like, is it Seagram's or Seabreeze or Seagram's? Seagram's. <laughs> I haven't had something like that since I was like. That's how we used to get drunk back in the day. Remember like the blue ones? I didn't even know that had alcohol in it. Do you know that? Like when I would (laughs) come over to your house and you had it. Wait, no. Yes, I thought it was like. You didn't know that wine coolers had alcohol? No, I didn't know know what it was. He just I thought it was like the Kool-Aid, in the, but it was for adults. Like it was like the little plastic twisty top. Spicy Kool-Aid. My Wait, really? And we were just drinking them and you didn't have any idea? Like the, probably the set, like after the first time I've realized, but the first time, no, I thought it was just like. Blue drink. Yeah, so what nice. would be your drink of choice, though, Vinny? I know, like, there's different moods, but let's say you had to pick one. Let's say you're going to a party where it's like you get one drink, and that's the drink you have at this summer party. Okay. What do you have? Mm, I'm making you pick though. after your what's, grilled what's cheese. What's the nature of the party? Quesadilla thing that you put us through, okay? Oh. Make oh. a choice. Make a choice. Mm, honestly, anything cold? Like a I hate, cold I hate beer? <laughs> I hate I'm it. so I hate sorry. It. That's the biggest cop-out. Don't ever ask me to choose and fight <laughs> my friends and choose between two treats, which have melted cheese in the middle of two pieces of some kind of carb. Get off the fence, Vinny. We're at war. Wait, okay. Wait, wait. I'll, I'll make a decision. <laughs> we can come back to you if you need to. Yeah, take a moment, because I got mine cocked and loaded. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, I know what the dicks. Hey, man. That's it's, his character now. It's me, man. Crock-pop Bernie. 
You know it? You open the lid of that crock pot, you know what's in there? Just a package of hot dogs. More like <laughs> cock pot, Bernie. Hey. Hey. Woo! Got some okay. bratwurst in that pot. My drink is going to be a margarita, but, but, I, first of all, I need it ice cold. And second of all, I just, I need it with very medium to high quality mezcal. Gin or tequila? tequila uh, no, yeah, mezcal. I need that smoky tequila flavor and I want it just simple, right? You need mezcal, you need some agave, put a bunch of ice in there because that'll water it down, make it a little, you know, extra, extra, and then put a little splash of lime juice in there. That's it. That's all I want. Simple. Three things all day. Abby, or Vinny, are you ready? A white claw. I would like at a barbecue, I'd probably drink a white claw. I love that. What flavor though? Anything but black, black cherry, cherry, black cherry, double Anything. black cherry, black cherry, black cherry. Black cherry. No. Yo, that new brand, no yo, Bud Truly Light's really, really good. good too. The Bud Light seltzers are really good. It's my favorite seltzer. If I had a yeah, seltzer, I'd be they've a Bud Light become seltzer. my favorite too. They have really good flavor, like flavor choices, and they do holiday flavors, like for summer, for Christmas, or holidays, whatever. I am, yeah, I've I seen am, the spoon review. I am personally with Vinny. I don't know who back in the day decided that it was unmanly to get fruity drinks, but that person can Love get it. fucked. Because I would 100% get like a Muay Thai or a Mudslide or a Lava Flow. You love Mai Thais. What's yeah. a Lava Flow? Yeah, yeah what is a Lava Flow? Because I'm thinking about that cake that you crack with. Uh, it's <laughs> like a rum mix, like rum and um, chocolate. Uh, a Mudslide <laughs> is chocolate. It's like a milkshake. <laughs> um, back to your point, though, Babs. I think. Do you think that having celebrity endorsements for like spirits has anything to do with like the popularity of them at the moment. Oh yeah, dude, a hundred percent, man. There's some vodka, like there's no difference between most spirits, right? Like it's, yes, there's, there's how you the produce places. them and the quality of the ingredients, but mm-hmm. let's just assume most things being equal. Obviously you can't have all things equal. That's just a fallacy, but most things being equal, it's, it can boil down to the brand recognition and the brand uh, approach mm. and uh, who is fronting the brand. But like, quite honestly, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> that's like those weird commercials for perfumes and colognes where it's like some famous actor or actress doing some weird shit for yeah. it. Dude, it's it for the club scene, man. You ever been to a club where somebody gets a bottle of Cristal and they have oh, the yeah. whole show, the, the sparklers and all that stuff? Yeah. yeah. I only I only drink it's for the name style. brand recognition, the clubs. It's also gifts. If you're giving a gift, like you know the rocks tequila. You don't, but like you can look it up and be like, oh, what is this? And you'll see a picture of the rock. Yeah, like novelty like, kind of, right? Like, right. Really? They're also like super expensive. They're like, it's like a $60 bottle. Well, a lot of that applies to the wine community too. I mean, the wine community has been, you know, we're not going to go into that. Yo, wait, oh, yeah, that's a whole I do, different. That's I a history wanna, thousands of years long. But I do want to ask you, Babby, how do you feel about people that get wine drunk? Like, how do you feel about the concept of getting wine drunk? Getting wine drunk to me, yeah. I do it. It's, I don't know how people do it. It's, it's, that's all you ever used to say. It destroys me. It's so much sugar. I don't know how you do it. When I lived in the UK, I would literally drink a bottle of red before I went out. Like a whole bottle? Yeah, a whole bottle. Five dollars. Five pounds from Tesco. That's yeah, dude, I, I can't drink wine to that quantity. And, you know, a lot of, like, women, a lot of women can do it. And I don't know. I look at them in, like, amazement. Like, how do you guys pull it off? Because mm-hmm. I can't. It destroys me. The next day, I'll be literally dead. They can yeah. put down a solid quantity of beers, but to get wine drunk would put me on my ass. Yeah. I went through like a few months where like I would do that too, Vinny. It was apothic red. It was a nice little red blend. And I would drink the bottle, you know, slowly, but over a course of a couple hours before I'd go out. But it's just like a different, it hits me different, man. It's like that sleepy, toasty kind of like right on the brink of crying drunk. Yeah, it was, it's amazing. 
I don't know if I, I find it amazing. I kind of hate it. I'm a fan of a, I'm a fan of wine. Like a, a glass, I have a certain, uh, I have a Tampa Bay Lightning wine glass. I don't know if you guys can see they, uh, they made it to the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> I'm follow, <laughs> I fill it up to the, uh, to the, to the start of the logo, and I have one of those, and I'm good. I'm toasty. All my, all my worries sail away. Big Ooh, fan. Sail, sail away, away. <laughs> sail away, sail away with me. Crazy. Well, I don't feel like that. I don't feel like the 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 seltzer wave is over. I feel like your stats are bogus. So bring it back. I don't believe you. I think you made this up. I think take, this is another case of Jaji Dior. Take news. Coming <laughs> all in. wrong information. Here. All wrong. I think you tried to. You're trying to make it seem like you prepped for this, but I don't think you did. I think you're just making it yeah. up. I, th- I think you're just coming up anywhere it hurts in the seltzers. Yeah. And just so you know, a lava flow is one ounce of rum, one ounce Ooh. of Malibu. Coconut mm. rum, three, uh, two ounces of strawberries, uh, uh, blended up a small banana, two ounces of coconut cream, two ounces of unsweetened pineapple juice, one cup of ice, and then a pineapple wedge garnish. Why is it gotta be a small banana? Don't worry about Be it. on a resort. That sounds magical. It is magical, dude. That's when we tropical... go on the Jericho cruise, all of us, we'll get yeah. those. Tropical, yeah. tropical drinks are where it's at. Yeah, I agree I with you. Agree. I just I, I don't really fuck with them that much because the sugar like gives me a terrible hangover. Yeah, and they're twenty dollars a drink too. <laughs> That's no problem for baby blue big bitch. <laughs> just the last point on white claws. It's I think that I would still have a white cloth there. There, I'll kill it. I'll kill a case easy. It they're easy to drink. Mm-hmm. They're higher in alcohol than a beer, depending on what kind of regular light beer you have, and they taste freaking fantastic. Yeah, I'm down. When I'm doing like heavy drinking, I'm I'm on a seltzer all day. And beer fills you up too fast. Granted, there's nothing better than going to a pub or a bar in America, getting a cold on tap beer, sitting there. In America. In America. Let me just specify where I am. <laughs> when when there were like Joey day- Wheeler over here, Kunawa chain in America. When there were day drink events in undergrad, my go to drink, and this is. I don't know how I did this. Was cream soda and Jaeger? Oh, <laughs> yo, yo! I did Jaeger and lime juice. Ooh. Jesus Christ! Did you hate yourself? <laughs> I was like, I need to water this down somehow. Let me just pour the lime. Like it was like, <laughs> dude. Yeah, that's that's a whole that's... different level of masochism. Bernard and I drank a ton of whiskey in undergrad uh, in the back of the Binghams. They speaking of hard times. Yeah, we Harvard really, of the Sunnis, baby. Harvard of the Sunnis. Yeah, I mean, that ain't wrong. Public Ivy. That ain't wrong. That ain't wrong. Keep it coming. But we would play Mario Kart 64, but we wouldn't race. We only played battle. So in the battle, you start with the three balloons, and then the first person to lose all their balloons loses. And do you remember the rules we had? when it, We had a bottle of Jameson. I wish it wasn't even Jameson. It was Jack. Oh, my bad. It was Jack. Jack Daniels. If someone beat you without losing a balloon, and take a shot or something like that. Yep. It was a clean sweep. Yeah, you, got, you take a shot. Otherwise, if you lost, you had to take a shot. I think it was something like that. Or take no, a if, I think it was like seconds of, of what you're drinking for two seconds if you had two balloons and one right, second right, right, if you yeah. had one balloon. But there was a time where Babby and I, after doing a marathon of this, I think he owed me like four shots and I owed him like six. And, <laughs> and we had already been drinking the whole night. And Babby, the masochist that he is, was like, I'll do my four, you do your six. And me trying to get out of six i was like no how about you do zero and i'll do two and he yeah. wouldn't budge so i had to call his brother drunk and be like yo tell yeah. your brother i'm not taking a shot tell him 
tell him not to make me take all the four of these shots. Yeah, yeah. And we Shout out to my brother and your sister. We called them both. And they were yeah. both like, you guys are crazy. What are you doing? Yeah, I think I called uh, I called Allie first. And she was like, no, no way. And you're like, call Joe, call Joe, call Joe. And Joe agreed. <laughs> I was hoping Joe would have said, fuck it. <laughs> nah, dude. Fuck Joe's, Joe's uh, even though on the surface we don't think so, Joe's more responsible than Babby. Got it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said it. I said <laughs> it. He listens to the show. I don't know if he'll make it. I know he listens to this show, and that's why I want him to hear it. Why don't we drink ourselves to the next segment? I'd love to talk to you guys about my topic today, which is it's a little bit of a self-reflection. It's about what kind of advice would you give your younger self if you could? So I'll give you an example. This is a very benign example, but I would tell a younger Bernard, hey. Waterbeds are indeed filled with water. <laughs> now, the story for that is that my mom had a waterbed, one of the older ones, that's literally like a big-ass water balloon. And I was probably about eight or nine, and I had no idea. Like, I was very curious. I was like, waterbed? What's a waterbed? It feels like it has water in it. It can't have water in it. It's a bed. So I went to hug her goodnight, and in my hand, I had a push pin. And I pushed the pin into the waterbed. Or maybe I didn't hug her goodnight, but I hugged her to say like, oh, okay, I'm going to go watch TV, push the pin in, came back in like half an hour, hour, gave her another hug. She thought I was being extra sweet that night, felt the water, confirmed it's a waterbed. I have so many questions. <laughs> One, did you tell her that you did this? Like to so, this day, does she know her? She knows. Okay. Follow up two. Were you going to give her a second kiss because you wanted to see if to, to b- make a bigger hole? I had to collect data. No, I had to collect the data. Was there water there? And and question number three is how long did it take you to tell her that you punctured her water bed? Oh, she knew there was a perfectly round hole. She knew immediately, immediately. She was very chill about it. She was very chill about it. Like surprisingly calm, but... It's a good piece of information for a kid to have Excuse one such as myself. <laughs> so that's, that's an example of like a little fun piece of advice that I would give my older self. You guys have anything like that or anything more substantial? I think a, a funny piece of advice would be it's okay to rip off the mattress tag. You are not going to go to jail. <laughs> Did you have like stupid amount of anxiety over that as a kid? Oh God. Yeah. I was making my bed and I, it, and it just came off because it was like old and brittle at that point. No. And I was like, Oh my God. Oh, I like read it. And you know, this is when you actually learn how to read type of thing. And I was like, what do not remove. Ah, I literally freaked out. I think I eventually That's told funny. my mom and I was like, <laughs> and she was like, Oh, you're so sweet. Like, don't even worry about it. Type of thing. But, yeah. She kept, she kept the two Virgils. Yeah, she did. Yo, Hondo. Donna's a G. Donna is a G. Unless it's a water bed, because then you might rip the whole siding off. Yeah, but like, wait, did she have to get rid of the bed? Or she yeah, like, no, she had a patch. She had a patch. Uh, so so she thought it was funny. She kind of thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, because the water bed belonged to her partner at the time. And she kind of thought it was mad funny. So fuck she, em. yeah, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. That fucking treesh. Anyway. <laughs> so so she kind of thought it was funny she thought it was cute because i was genuinely like inquisitive it wasn't really bad malicious yeah, yeah it wasn't right. malicious it was just like a curiosity <laughs> that i had to satiate oh my god Baby, you look you look like emperor palpatine in the fucking dark over there <laughs> <Baby>. <laughs> you got anything you want to talk about there's 
definitely things in my like personal life, the way I lived life. Like I would, if I could go back, I would tell my high school self, like, yo, be more engaged in the high school life, you know? Yeah. Don't just sleep through class. Like, yes, high school <laughs> academically was easy for me. Um, but be more engaged, play sports, join clubs, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I always kind of like wish I did more. I don't know about sports, but I did more like, like you were saying, like just kind of got more engaged with the class. We had, we had a pretty good class. I feel like, Oh yeah. I mean, there definitely were clicks and people that I wouldn't necessarily say I felt were kind, mm. uh, but everybody seemed to get along like as a group. Yeah. I mean, that also speaks to a lot of our high school though. We came from a very like open-minded high school or yeah. our town is very open-minded. Shout out to the Red Hawks. <laughs> I don't know. I would say have more confidence yeah. in, in, in myself, especially younger. Again, one of the, the things I live by is, is from a Power Ranger quote. It's from RJ in Jungle Fury. And he <laughs> said, trying without confidence is dumb luck. And I didn't have much confidence in, again, I wasn't too good at high school or school in general until later <laughs> on in life, um, <laughs> building yourself up and not to a, a, a level of ego or a level of mm. cockiness, but just that you can do it. And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have that most of growing up to, to myself, not because of the detriment of everybody or the people I surrounded myself with, but um, I would go with, you can do it. Oh, yeah. Look, you know what? Full circle. It comes around to every happy Gilmore movie. It's true. You can do it. <laughs> it's all in the hips, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy? I'm your dad. <laughs> it's me, Roberto. <laughs> I'm your father. <laughs> I feel like if I had to give a piece of advice to myself that I don't think necessarily like it could go poorly, I'd say explore other avenues than college. Mm. And I'm not saying necessarily like don't go to college, Mm -hmm. but I know that for me, when I was growing up, like I didn't think there was another option. Mm -hmm. I felt like you go to college. That's it. Period. You go to college after high school and then you know, you keep working hard. You go whatever track it is that you have to, to get the job that you need. And it also comes down to our time though. Like I I hate to date ourselves, but like our generation uh, was very much cookie cutter. We do this, then we do this, then we do this, at least where we were from. It wasn't really socially acceptable as a whole, not to go to a college or go into the workforce. That is the key caveat where we're from. I mean, there's a big part of our generation that have wholly, wholly different experiences than us where we were, where we grew up, it was very much, that's what you do. And I think advice that I would have gave myself that could have gone, I mean, not necessarily poorly, but like date more. Like, I feel like, I mean, my situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, my situation, you know, being gay in high school, which I was pretty much what? one of the only out, like Wait, openly dude, you're gay, gay people. Yeah, bro. Oh, you're Mookie Wilson. Yep. <laughs> Guilty. Um, but I feel like the, the social emotional growth would have been worthwhile despite, um, you know, the ups and downs of what it is to kind of date and, and all of that. I feel like it definitely would have been helpful. And um, yeah, just get your dick wet, son. <laughs> yeah. I think I was, I, I think I would probably tell myself to um, enjoy and not even from a sexual pres- point of view, just from a, like getting to know yourself point of view, enjoy yeah. being single more, like For enjoy sure. it, like stop feeling bad when you're not. 
Yeah. Just get to know yourself at that, at that age, particularly, right? Like high school, you get so hung up on like, if a girl thinks you're cute or this and that, whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. am now, I going to get a dick pic in my Snapchats? I don't right, know. Right. Well, I don't get hung up on that. Cause I know I'm getting a dick pic. In my it was an all consuming fear. <laughs> yeah. But I guess it's like, uh, cause now looking back at it, right. Like you guys are my boys, but we have to like work hard at scheduling Acquaintances, to have this. Sorry. Yes. Colleagues. I almost let everybody see behind the curtain. You guys are my acquaintances. But we have to work really hard at scheduling this time out to have just an hour to an hour and a half with each other. But mm-hmm. if I could just go like tell myself, like, don't worry about all that other stuff, just enjoy the time with your friends, because that's gonna change. Like at some point that changes. You know, I feel like that would be that'd the be- amount of times I wish Danny would drive up and pull up in my driveway. <laughs> in I the did box. that a couple weekends ago. <laughs> it, yeah, you did actually. In the box, though, nonetheless, with a car full of people. Just be like, get in. You want to go on an adventure? adventure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. Granted, the adventures were never anything crazy. It was probably to Toys R Us and Taco Bell. But that sounds amazing right now. <laughs> Sprinkle in some Wizard World. Okay. <laughs> but that was nothing better. Because like, you don't know what the adventure is going to be. Everybody's around. Yeah. Let's go for an adventure. I got nothing. I'm adventures watching porn. Are the shit. Like, you, know what my, you know what my favorite adventure is now? Is the grocery store. The super. Oh, dude. You go to the grocery store more than... This could be two... Po- we should just make a part two of this right now. <laughs> I actually have a vlog of me at the grocery store. You go to the grocery store more than anybody I have ever met. If I call you, and I call you somewhat frequently, there is no joke about a 70% chance that you are in the grocery store. Do you know whose fault that is? Yours. No, it's dad's. (laughs) That was dad's grand adventure for us. He would take us to the grocery store, and we would... Dude, we fucked around with him so much in the grocery store. It was so much fun. And a grocery store is like the kind of a place that it's like Blockbuster when it was open. It doesn't oh. change. You know what I'm saying? Like the layout stays the same. So mm-hmm. like I go to a grocery store now and if and it does, yes, like it's, it's modernized. Something's happened. Yeah. It's modernized, but it's the same. It's the same. It's a grocery store. So I like get flooded with all these memories. I'm waiting to turn a corner and see dad with his woo-woos with a little, you know. <laughs> and his sandals and his, yeah, and his painted toenails. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm just want to reiterate. I don't think I would change anything about my life, but I think it's cool to think about like, because I think by doing this and reflecting on it, you also kind of learn like what kind of knowledge you've gained, right? Like, yeah, I I know this now, and I didn't know that then. It's yeah, it's like kind of healing a little bit too. I think like as the older self coddling the younger self, like retrospectively, I think that's kind of like a, a nice reflection like you said it's very nice you know what sucks is like be, when you're younger you just don't listen you just don't fucking listen like like I, I my aunt for some reason i had massive chafing going on with my legs when i when it was hot out and i wore boxers. Oh, that chub rub it was a chub rub i had chub rub <laughs> going on Prickly. and i wore boxers and it would got to get to the point where like my aunt was very like always want to do things outside in the summer. And I just like, it got painful. And I was like, I don't want to do this. My shit hurts. Like I'm not walking. And she kept telling me cause she worked, she worked at a auto body shop. She would ask the guys that worked there, like tell them what's going on. Ask them, what do you do? What do you do? She kept telling me wear boxer briefs, wear boxer briefs. And I'd say, no, you don't get it. You don't have nuts. You don't have like, you don't understand. That's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm wearing my boxers. And then it got to the point where I just put boxer briefs on and I haven't had, what was it called? Chub chafe. <laughs> 
close chub rub. I haven't had chub. I like I like chub rub. Chub rub. I haven't had chub rub since. I haven't had chub rub since, dude. Um, if I just if I had just listened, I would have saved myself like three years of fucking pain. You are dumb. Myself. I am dumb. I deserve that. You're so dumb. <laughs> well, we can now say fuck it to our past selves and move on. If I were to ask you guys a question of what's the number one thing, like i.e. hobby, that I indulge in, what do you think that would be? Keeping it PC. Keeping it PC, yes. Hot dog eating. Oh, I wish, actually. Yo, it's him and uh, what's that guy's name? Joey to- Joey Donuts or something like that. Kobayashi. <laughs> Jason Waterfalls. Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> Jason Waterfalls is the number one hobby that you indulge. Yeah, it's kind of like a segue, I guess, to the topic that I want to talk about. It is gardening, hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Who's got a green thumb? Yeah, man. You put it up on your IG all the time, and I'm pretty impressed by it. Uh, v to the power of two is my Instagram. Um, but nonetheless, so yeah, I love to garden. However, I do believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that every single one of you has at least one house plant. Is that not correct? I do. I'm, I'm triggered. Have <laughs> <laughs> you got a house plant? I do not. I had it died. I had a single succulent. No, it didn't die. It didn't die. I kept it going for a long time. But it, <laughs> it started like overgrowing the pot into like a mess of like vines and shit. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I gotta throw this out. Oh man, oh man. Well, I will give you a houseplant. Wow, we should all just send Babby houseplants. Yes. Hang, hang on, I have Aurora. Come here one second. Hey, Tom. I have a special guest, Aurora, who will tell you. Let's. How many would you like to hear about? Five. We, you gotta, possible, no, you personally. have to limit her. No, we have about 40 something house plants. <laughs> three. What's the limits on three. The limit does not exist. Yes, hey, okay. take down. Look who it is. Hi. Hello, Hi. We are talking about house plants. House plants. So tell me about your three most beloved house plants. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, here we go. Number one favorite of all time Syngodium. And right now, I just got, uh, actually, we found a syngonium. It's pink. It's pink. <gasps> pink it's pink syngonium? And green. Yes, and it's got, like, little flecks on it. Oof. And so I think it's a pink confetti oh. syngonium. And I found it, or we found it at Lowe's. Because no I don't think we know at love all that. what's happening love we. at Lowe's. He loves picking out plants. And by <laughs> he, for the listeners. <laughs> Big baby, what do you, what do they call you? Big baby boo. <laughs> crock, crock pop Bernie. That's what it says. <laughs> Big baby boo. Yeah, I like that a lot better. <laughs> All right, what's your second? All right, second, uh philodendron. Just mm. like Pothos, but I think you know what? With more character. We yes. need more of that. The world. Yeah. World needs it. <laughs> and then my third. Mm. Uh, what's your third, you think? But I, I think can't name two like, that he currently like has. What's the the big floppy one in there that we That's found? That's a philodendron. So. Oh, yeah, but it has number two already, Bernard. Yeah, it's called a lickety. So Bernard's favorite uh, plant is a philodendron called what, what, lickety what, what, what? split. Oh, oh, it's That's like, very on brand for him. It's, it's goofy looking. It's so yes, it's goofy looking. It's just like Bernard. <laughs> big baby boo. <laughs> big baby boo. What are times all, Daddy? What's the last one? Wrapping it up. 
Trandescantia Zabrina. Oh, it is a teenage witch. It is. <laughs> God bless you, <laughs> guys. Listen to me. It is purple, purple leaves Ooh. with two silver stripes on Ooh. each leaf, and in the summer, it's like a vine. So mm-hmm. picture a big purple, like draping goddess with big pink flowers in the summer. So, is that the Can you send us a picture? Because yeah. we will tweet the wandering Jew. Yeah. But, yes. Yes. You know, PC. We're in PC times. We can't yeah. just call people wandering Jews. He could say it. It's fine. Yeah, he could say it. Um, but Aurora, <laughs> while you're still on the microphone, I want to let you know that thank you. You are the grandmother to all, if, well, not all, 75% of my house plants currently. I know. Jess sends me updates, which, is, which means a lot to me because they are my grandchildren. Mm. So we have philodendrons, I think. We have philodendrons. I, I, I planted myself. Whatever Aurora gave us, we have. We have pathos. We have um, succulents. We just planted a fun little um, bonsai tree. And I personally, those are all beautiful and, and thriving and doing everything that they need to do. But the most important is I planted, I was on a lemon water kick. Oh. I was drinking lemon water like it was my job. And I had a lot of seeds. Wasn't sure what to do with them. Let me plant them plant and them see. Because I was growing basil, but then it died. Yes, you can't I throw out the baby. basil. That is not, not ever again. No, never again. Not, you know never again. Say, once you fail, never try. Never throw out the basil. <laughs> yeah. never, never throw out the basil. So I took all my lemon seeds. I was like, fuck it. I put four in a pot, four in a pot. And then I just kept on putting more and more seeds in. Now I have like eight, like significantly tall lemon trees. Whoa. Nice. Got some potted trees, huh? I'll I'll give you all one. That's honestly super impressive. I'll go get it. It's a great audio. It's great audio. Yeah. (laughs) You lemon stealing whore. I was going to say, if anybody knows about lemon stealing whore. Oh, goodness. You lemon stealing whore. Hard times, but in a different way. You know, just recently. (laughs) Wow, that was good. It was really good. (laughs) Just recently, I started to actually appreciate the concepts of plants because we have a garden outside in the back. And I was talking with Aurora where we have like peonies that my aunt gave us Mm. from Nyack and we transplanted them here. And when you think about it, it's like, that's really cool because that's like from Nyack, it it grew there and I pulled it here and now it's growing. And so it's like in your, in my head, I'm already like, yo, when we move, I'm pulling those. And like, I'm going to have those, like they're going to just come everywhere I go and we can like leave one or two and like, it'll spread. It's kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be an invasive species. (laughs) (laughs) Peonies are beautiful. So they are, let them invade. Do you still get them in your Snapchats? I get a lot of peonies in my Snapchat. Yeah. Very nice. I like to sniff them. I love to hug them. Would you guys like to play a game where I ask you questions about house plant like statistics? I would love to play. Would you? Would you? Well, no way, Jose. No way, Jose. So this is more or less designed to inspire our listeners um, that if you do not. Uh, have a house plan or haven't kind of taken up that hobby, definitely do it. Because some of these statistics are just show the importance and or the benefits of having a indoor plant. So um, to make people not feel alone in the world, what percentage of American households own at least one house plant, do you think? 70. Well, I'm going to go 50. 
Okay. Not this one. I can tell you that one. <laughs> <laughs> the misnomer. Uh, 60%. Okay. Are we going to play Price is Right rules? Or? Yeah, you can't go over. So whoever gets this one right goes first next time. All right. For those who don't know Price is Right rules, you cannot go over the number. You have to look it up underneath it. Yeah. Drew Carey. Stay home from school one day. Yeah. If you don't know the Price is Right rules, you're too young. We won't give you a ride home from the bar. (laughs) Bernard's getting too young about that. uh, That long extended microphone there from uh, anyway. Um, So the actual number is. 66%. 66%. Boom. Oh, Matthew wow. takes the cake. Get fucked. <laughs> yeah, but this isn't the dandy games, okay? No, it's Relax. Not. It's not. It's <laughs> uh, indoor gardening is one of the most common hobbies in the US. Um so uh statistics actually show that an estimated 33.1 million, which is about 27% of US households, participate um in uh indoor houseplant gardening, which is crazy. Um, it's lots and lots of people. So, has anyone heard the term plant parent? Yes. Okay. I feel like Bernard is one by proxy. Right. I am. Yeah. I am a pet, pet uh, plant parent by Matthew. You shaking your head? Is that a no? Enlighten me, please. En- enlighten you. Um. Well, so plant parent is kind of a term that's indicative to the fact that it's not just someone having a house plant it's someone who sees themselves playing a parental role Ooh. to their plants so it's like their little baby the joke now is that you, you know kids are expensive you can't afford them so you get a plant um <laughs> and like the dog is more or less like what an, an old house that's plant what i was just be. saying i was you've heard of fur babies now it's plant babies exactly exactly Moving on up in the world. So, um, what percentage of millennials do you think call themselves a plant parent? Which, for those who don't know, millennials are born between 1981 to 1996, for any confusion. Abby, you have to go first. Price is right rules. 50. Have you seen the TikToks? <laughs> 55%. Okay, all right. I'm going to go 85%. I'm going to go 50, 56%. But yeah, that's not a- $1, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> the actual retail price is, the actual percentage is 70%. Let's go. Let's go. Let's 70%. Go. The Crimson Croc is coming in hot here. Get fucked. Um, Get fucked. Points man. don't matter here. Yeah, yeah I know. They, I'm, just, they, they I'm, just, I'm just proud. They don't matter. Um, so, moving on. Um, this goes out to Babby, the uh, the killer of plants. Uh, one of my <laughs> favorite quotes is that the best gardeners kill the most plants. Um, however, on average, how many plants do you think a quote-unquote self-claimed um, plant parent kills? How many plants, on average, does a plant parent kill? Like, over the course of their plant parenting oh, life? Guess, yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that. Do they go to plant parenting? <laughs> I'm gonna no, say they've been defunded. I'm gonna oh. say I'm gonna say eleven. Eleven. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna say forty. Oh, is it my turn? I don't even know. Yes. Yeah, sure. Just gonna talk out of turn. Uh forty percent. Forty? Do it, baby. Do it, baby. Twelve plants. Yes. Well, twelve plants. I'm proud. The average plant parent I feel has the killed seven. Oh. That's it? Yeah, just seven. Danny's like, oh fuck me! Yeah, I, everybody in America. <laughs> you said very, the, the the best plants, plants, like the best ones, die the most. Oh my <laughs> god! One of the things that I think 
uh, looking at these statistics and trends, I think uh, keeping plants is kind of like here to stay. Um, and there was a huge surge during the pandemic. Uh, mm -hmm. I think people were really itching to be outside in some form and connect with nature. With that said, uh, during the COVID pandemic, what do you think the demand of houseplants surged? Well, one, I think that there was a big surge in potato plants because potato. a lot of people had potatoes in their apartments and didn't <laughs> and just left their apartments. And I saw so many TikToks with the vines just coming out of their their uh, oh yeah, their the cabinets. sweet potatoes. Yeah, sweet potatoes, regular potatoes, because it would just grow. There was because it, it can grow in no light in anyway. Yeah. Um. So taking into account the 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 potatoes, I'm going to say <laughs> a sixty percent increase in houseplants. Potatoes. Potatoes. I'm going to go with sixty six percent. Easily. Yes. 67%. Wow. <laughs> so specifically the house demand surge was 18%. God damn. Y'all were a little uh, extra with So uh, only 16%. So dumb. So 16 18% mm -hmm. of people just got more house plants? I guess. Yeah, that just yeah. the demand of the the in, uh, indoor house plants specifically. So that could definitely skew it. Um oh Okay, so for those of you who don't know, um, they did kind of like a study of houseplants uh, and seeing whether or not you interacted with it would reduce your stress levels. And it shows that it does. Um, it, indoor plants reduce psychological and physiological stress responses, suppressing uh, autonomic nerve system activity, nervous system activities. Oh, this, this rum is definitely hitting me at this point. Take a shot. That's yeah, the shot. rum is suppressing your autonomic yeah, nervous literally. system activity. Um, additionally, four in five study participants thought that plant parenting had done them to better self-care um, hmm. themselves. So the reflection of taking care of something was in turn um, onto them. Um, That's interesting. What is the magical number? of minutes recommended to interact with a houseplant in order to reduce your stress. I'm going to go. Bernard, you got one? I was just going to say four. Four. Okay. All right. I'm going to go. Jess comes home. I get a kiss. And then she goes right to the plants immediately oh. and <laughs> sprays them. I don't know. You could probably hear the audio. She came in mid, mid podcast and just started spraying the plants. I did. So say I, had, I had to mute it because I wasn't <laughs> sure if that was picked up on audio. But I would say a good three minutes. Okay. Apparently, it's fifteen. Um, Who has the time? That's a lot of time. Do you think so? Well, you have forty plants, so you. I don't do anything with the plants. Just exactly. want you to know that exactly. I am an absent. Wait. I learned from my father how to be a plant parent. <laughs> you don't know what hard times are, Daddy. I mean, I think that if you have like a garden like you do, then fifteen yeah. minutes is is like low lowballing it. Honestly, because I mean, a garden does take time and effort yeah. and seeding, and like there is a lot of care that goes into it more than 15 minutes. It's almost daily or at, at least multiple times per week compared to like my little house plants, which I think four minutes is a lot of time. But yeah, I would agree. I, would, I was kind of surprised by that. All of this comes from gardenpals.com. Sourcing. Um, yes, but if you were actually to look into the article, they source a lot of different studies. It's um, They kind of yeah. just put it all together. Um, but it was, it was quite interesting. Um, so, Babby, you mm. there, Babby? Mm -hmm. What else do they improve, Babby? Uh, <laughs> mood? Yes. Cats. And productivity. Oh, really? Do they? 
Yeah. Um, there was like a study done with um, plants in like the workplace and whether or not that helped their um, employees significantly produce more work. Houseplants improve productivity up to 15%. Um, so I believe it. If I didn't convince you before, I'm, I'm hoping that the listeners um, paid attention to the segment in a sense. I'm a big advocate for gardening. It just helps reduce stress. It gives you something to look forward to. It helps with productivity. It's just, I honestly think one of the best things you can do. And you don't necessarily have to go outside. It's not weather permitted. You can just go and check out your plant. And there's no such thing as a bad gardener. It's just finding the specific plant to suit your skill level and the specific needs that the plant needs. So... Anyone can man. Can we clip that? That was like that needs to be on a YouTube somewhere. That was perfect. <laughs> that was well said. Well, clip that one, Bernard. Write that in the right. Write, write that in the in the page notes. No Show such notes. thing as a bad gardener. There isn't. So, Babby, I will give you a little baby plant, okay? Oh, and Danny, I have some basil. I rooted some basil, so I will oh, give you some basil. Don't well, maybe me, don't give me anything. <laughs> oh, give me oh, anything. I've can't. literally had to cap. The plant. I've literally like we'll be at a store and we'll see something. She's like, I want that. I want that. I'm like, if you get that, we have to get rid of one. Right. <laughs> the one in one out policy. She's yeah. serious though, because she knows like the Latin. That's She's, like real deal. I swear, I swear. She if we're ever on a game show and there's a category like Jeopardy, it's like phylum blah blah blah. She'll crush it. She knows we walk through a park and she tells me all the Latin names for all the plants. That's amazing. That's funny. Yeah. And gardeners on average live a longer lifespan. Sure, sure. Yeah. There's a lot of positive health correlation with plants and lives. Mm-hmm. It's it also actually, like such a good feeling at the end of the day. Like yeah. you're just exhausted in a, in a really good way. But well, you've been let productive. me ask you from a gender role standpoint, did you mm-hmm. guys ever feel like you had access to or were encouraged to pursue like a botany or a uh, plant style uh, cultivating livelihood? Mm-hmm. I, I was. I grew up with my mom and my two aunts and Aunt Mary Kay loves gardening. And she, I didn't necessarily always want to, I did it a lot when I was younger. And then when I was in my teens, I didn't really want to do it, but she was always doing it. So then I got back into it, especially when I had, you know, I have my own like little area here. And that so I was never, along. yeah, it's coming along. So I, she never, I, I was never, I was always encouraged to do it. Like I, I never was taught that it is gender specific growing up. You never saw it as anything unique to anyone gender. Nah, man. But just anecdotally for me, I've now come across like five or six ladies in my life that know they have like encyclopedic knowledge on plants. And I'm sitting over here like, I don't know a damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, like all about the, uh, you know, Eldar and the elfish, you know, lore of Warhammer. And they don't know any of that. So, you know, they were delved into the nerd territory. (laughs) Right, right, right. So everybody's got their strengths. You know, don't, don't be so down on yourself. You, Big blue badass. I would have given more confidence, Pappy. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. To your younger self. I feel like we should all go see the wizard. The wizard? The wizard of asbestos. Yeah. The wizard literally. of asbestos. Yeah. He'd give you the courage to garden. Oh, the wizard, <laughs> the wizard of Oz. Okay. <laughs> and I bestow upon the yeah. big blue badass the courage to garden. Baby blue. It's a color. God damn it. <laughs> I thought you got it right for the first time. I was going to be angry. I thought I, I got, it, got right. it right. I was trying I to be kind. Right. I was trying to be nice. Fuck that. Fuck you. So what is baby it? It's blue the baby bitch. blue badasses? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. what it is. Right. I thought it was the baby, baby boo. Oh, no, that's Bernard. He's the baby boo bad bitch. No, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, got our A-Town. 
Does anybody have anything else they'd like to add to this? Otherwise, it's time for our favorite ending segment. Oh, yes. I think we should keep it running longer. Okay. Or edit longer. I would like to just reiterate that I'm basically two for two for this. Yeah. Because every time I, I shout it out like really early. So this time I'm just going to be mute and probably fuck up. But I'm, I'm, I love this game. I look forward to it every time. All right. Well, this is a <laughs> snack, not a meal. Okay. And you may have to think a little outside the box for this. Ooh. So wait, what are we doing now? Guessing uh, what I'm eating? Oh, I mean, for the viewers at home, this could be their first podcast. I don't know. If you don't know what I'm doing, fuck you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and fuck them. Good run, right. boys. Tell them. Tell them. All right, all right. This part of the podcast is where I would like to gratiate the dozens and dozens of listeners with ASMR tendencies with a little bit of this. And now my esteemed colleagues will try to guess that snack. Name that snack. You have to whisper it, though. I'm going to go with... Um, would you like... How would you like me to eat the next one? Slower. Smiling. Would you like me to eat it in one bite? No. Okay. This is me biting in half very Do slowly. It. Happily, though. Sensually. And Happily. <laughs> Great audio. It's a lot of hair. I'm all right. thinking. All right, eat the next one, but but pretend you're sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put like on be, a sad. be like really upset that you're eating this. Get your it's sad like pi- face out. It's like a pint of ice cream. But can it's you a make snack. a joke about me and not having a dad? <clears throat> No. Oh, I'm trying to get in character. What is the most confusing? I'm a method actor. I'm a method actor. Holiday oh, in your home. Okay. Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? Okay. This is me eating this really sad. <laughs> that is the saddest cheese doodle I've ever heard. Wow. You're going with cheese doodle. Yes, I am. I'm going to go with... Um, Square veggie chip. They make like the square tube veggie chip thing. Okay. It looks like a tube, but it has four. Yes, yes. With sea salt. It. Yeah, all oh, those are so good. Mm. Abby, this one's for you. Oh. <laughs> it's essentially. Oh, did you hear the tenacious snap? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I do not know. I'm gonna go bagel chips. You one day it'll chips. be bagel chips. One day. All right, so let's just go around the, one more time. Bobby, you're going with bagel chips. Daniel, you're going with... Veggie tube squares. Like veggie straws? Yeah, but they're square. But squares. Yeah. But and Vinny, you're going with... Cheese puff. Cheese doodle? Yes. Cheese cheese puff? Cheese ball, cheese puff. One of the cheesy things. Cheese Did balls. you know that... Fun fact, fun fact, sorry. Bernard can fit 16 cheese balls in his mouth at one time. That was, That's a lot of, that was young Bernard. That's a lot of balls. Now it's 18. I saw about, it on Snapchat. Right. What about the cheese franks? Can you fit the cheese franks in there as well? Ew. I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> what is what, it? What is the snack? I'm giving it to Vinny because it's a chickpea puff. Yeah. Damn it. I was going to uh, say. Uh, those and are I so think good. that cheese puff is pretty close. That's why I, I said three think outside the box. Doodles, huh? uh, oh, three. Those, are, but I, uh, that's a tube. 
I'm not, I know it's, it's a veggie tube. Technically, if we're going to get technical here, it I think, no, look at the name, the look, puff, at the name. look at the name, look at the name. It it's says all about puff. the puff. It says puff. That's why okay. I, I asked okay. Vinny to clarify. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll give it to him. Doodle or puff. And he said, ball puff. And I'll give him, I'll give him it. Okay. I think, I think it says bagel chips actually guys. <laughs> Babby, I think you need to go back to Binghamton and get that degree in literature. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Jerko's podcast. <laughs> this uh, this episode has been sponsored by who? Spoon underscore Ooh. review. Don't put it in your mouth. I'll put it in mine. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on all social medias, which are Jerko's podcast. J-R-K-O-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. On the Twitters and the Gmail. Send us any segment request, anything. We just want an email that's not from... Spotify saying that nobody's listening. My name is Dashing Daniel with my colleagues. It's Crockpop Bernie coming in. Feel free to also sign us up for massive amounts of dick pics because Danny goes through our emails. On that note, vivacious Vinny. <laughs> Who actually goes through our emails? <laughs> I, was to, I was trying to get Vinny some dick pics. Blue badasses. That's not your name. That's your Shut team the name. Fuck. That's my name right now. That's <laughs> your name. Thank you. We'll see you next week for week three of the Dandy Games. That's hard time. We'll see you in week three. We'll see, well, sorry. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Let's try it again. Sign <laughs> off, Daniel. Sign off.